This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with this week's edition of the Tiger Tracks podcast, football edition. There may be one with volleyball later on this week if they take care of business in the playoffs. I'm with Jay Northcutt, whose team now is on a two-game winning streak after losing a couple games, and I'm guessing that you guys feel a lot better coming to work Saturday, Sunday, Monday with those two wins. I know you could kind of sense the – not that they were deflated or anything, Jay, but – there's a there's a renewed swagger with your guys. Let's put it that way. Yeah, for sure. You know, our backs have been against the wall. You know, starting district off with with two losses, which was obviously not where we saw ourselves. But uh, this is a resilient group that we have here. You know, and I knew that we would come out. You know, ready and won a close one against Permian. You know, two weeks ago, and then really uh, came out last week and found a way to win that one in a different way. Uh, and just proud of this group. They're they're such a great group. Doesn't surprise me one bit to be in this this boat, you know. And we need to go take care of business this week when we play Central. You close out at San Angelo Central, and we're not going to get into all the math equations. I know there's ways that points could come into play, as we talked about Friday night. Easiest path for you guys is just win. Yeah, that seems to be usually a pretty good formula. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just go out and put some wins together. And, uh, you know, that's what our focus is. And, you know, playoffs after that, you know. But, uh, you know, I think you always want to finish your regular season on a high note, you know, and that's what we're looking to do. Which, pretty high note against Odessa High. Game's going back and forth. And I gave credit to coaches because you guys have to dial it up. But you guys had to execute two straight onside kicks that were like carbon copy which as coaches, you've got to be pretty pumped when your guys execute what you've coached them to do and you've practiced. But that was huge in that game. I don't know that I emphasized it enough in the recap. You guys had just taken the lead, 28-27. I think both teams had scored on four straight possessions. And you, and it's, when I say you stole possession, that sounds, maybe that has negative connotations. You, you pulled a possession away from them. Chase Campbell gets the first one, get another touchdown. A little bit of breathing room. You tell me. I don't, I don't want to give you, you to give any way any secrets, but it looked very much to be the same play. This time, Chase jumped even higher, and I'm supposed to make sure he, Mom gets credit for his leaping ability. I promised her as I was walking off the field that I would say that. But those two plays were just massive in that game. Oh, they really were. I felt like that was really the the swing point in the game that allowed us to to take a lead enough to really kind of put the hammer down and keep that lead. Uh, and it's something that Drew Cox has worked on all year. Yep. You know, we've done a lot of onside kicks, various different ones, and those were actually two different kinds of onside okay. kicks. Uh, one we call a bloop. That was the second one, and the, uh, the first one was a, more of a traditional type of onside kick. But uh, he's worked on those knowing that that's what we wanted to focus on. Um, and it's it, like you said, it's very rewarding to see that all that work pay off, and for a guy like Chase to go up and and just the first one he went up and took it away from another yeah. player, and then the second one he just made a really athletic play, showing what kind of an athlete he is by going up and getting that ball and then keeping his feet uh, in, you know. So yeah, just a huge turning point in the game for us. Specials were big for that, you know. If you consider uh, Holden Phillips mm-hmm. running the. The fourth down on the fake punt, that was another, I thought, big play. We blocked a kick, you know, had an interception on a two-point conversion. So 
specials were a big part of that win. Chase Campbell, of course, is also a basketball kid. I told him the first one looked like he was jostling for a rebound, and the second yeah. one looked like he just went up for a slam dunk because his athleticism just won that play. The, you know, if you get up in a bunch of guys, it's there's some luck involved along with athleticism. The second one, he just that was just him out athleting the other guys. Oh, for sure. You know, he's a, a special kid, and the great thing about him, Randy, is he's only a sophomore. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think he's only going to get more athletic. Drew Cox has had a couple of big weeks in a row: game-winning field goal against Permian, and then doing that. And you mentioned last week, kickers sometimes don't get a lot of the spotlight unless they do something really spectacular or they mess up. Well, he hadn't messed up. No, you know, Drew's been clutch, you know, all year. He's made all his extra points, you know. I better knock on wood in here somewhere, Randy. Uh, you know, hit that big field goal to win the game against Permian. You know, we ask him to do a lot of different type kicks. He, he's really good at placing the ball. And I think one of his biggest characteristics that I would put in his strength department is is he's calm. He's cool as a cucumber, you know. Uh, he at least gives that impression, you right. know. <laughs> Um, and so he makes you feel good about asking him to do those type of things in a pressure situation. Now, you got the ball back those two times, but your offense had to do something with it. And from opening kickoff until you guys were done needing to move the ball, I don't know if that was your best offensive game, but there wasn't a whole lot going wrong running the ball, passing the ball. It just looked like a very efficient productive offensive night from where I was sitting. Yeah, I, I would say that's a really good description of it. I, I felt like um, it was really our best offensive performance uh, this year for sure um, because it was a balance of running and throwing. Ran for 302, I think, and threw for yes, 377. So it's... Yeah, you know, and we were 27 of 30, I believe, yeah. which is, you know, almost staggering to think of that that was the case. Um, so yeah, I felt like it was just a complete performance by our guys. We knew we were playing an explosive offense, and they were they showed that. Uh, you know, even when you're up 21 or 28 points, you don't feel comfortable when you're playing them. You know, you got to keep the pedal down and really just push, push. And I felt like that's what we did, and and that really made the difference in the game well, as well. And I mentioned afterwards, we'll talk about the defense in a second, but just keeping Odessa high away from the goal line where they could just throw a jump ball to Ivan carry on was pretty important because that guy was – I've watched him for three years now. He's definitely at a different level now football-wise. Now, basketball, I don't doesn't sound like his basketball days may be over, but football-wise, he can go get it in the end zone. That's a, a weapon that – you guys have your receiver weapons. I don't know that anybody in your district has that specific kind of weapon. No, he was a special one. Uh this year in our district for sure and you know he's he put on weight you know he was he was stronger uh i think that was one of one big difference and i, I felt like he played as a leader on that team he even played on defense yeah. you know and so uh, and i told him that after the game and i told uh coach ortiz that about him as well i was impressed with him this year you know i think he really showed that he's 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 a he's a d1 guy because he had four touchdowns Mark. I think that's right, yeah. And at least a, a lot of them were up contested throws that he went up and got. Yeah, you had guys on him. I'm right. Sure. right. They were just happened to be shorter guys. Sure. And yeah. Mav's not too short. No. You know. <laughs> and sometimes you just have to tip your cap now. 
tip your cap to your defense because they got them off the field the first two possessions of the third quarter, which to me was just as big as the extra or the onside kicks. Well, it really was. You know, the onside kicks and the and the the fake punt. You know, can't were really swing points in the game, but then we were able to extend that coming out of the half by getting those two stops and continuing to score. And, you know, I think what is big, you know, in terms of the situation on defense, when you're playing an offense like that and you're struggling to stop them, you know, it, it mentally you've got to really dig down and find a way to just continue making plays. And I felt like that's what our defense did, especially coming out those first two series in the second half and just finding a way to get those stops so that we could extend our lead and maintain, you know, the situation. I'll have to go back and look at my notes. But as an offensive guy, you appreciate, I think your guys blew up first down on both those possessions. Or yes. Or a first down. I think, yeah, I think got they got some a first hard, down. Yep, second and third downs for yeah. sure. And especially the first possession, I think, was three and out. Mm -hmm. You chased uh, Mikey Cota, who also deserves some bouquets. I think he – I don't know if this, did he throw for more yards against you guys than he did this season? Yeah, he was. He, he, yeah, he threw for more than us in this game. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it was, was this season, but yeah, and took some hits. He did. He, he did. Guys he got player. after him. Yeah, he was a good player. But that one possession to start the third quarter, you finally rattled him a little bit. I think incompletion, sack, incompletion, forced the punt, and you could kind of sense things started to shift a little bit right then. Yeah, those were big momentum changers, I felt like, for us, you know. And there's a lot of ways to win a game, you know, and we've kind of won them in all different styles. Uh, that was – I would just add that to the list of different styles to, to win a game, and that was just having big plays on specials like we talked about, the defense finding a way to get a couple stops, you know, and the offense just being, you know, on fire the yeah, whole night. Just being normal pretty much for you guys just <laughs> – I'll take normal for sure, man. Now, I did hear some rumblings. I've not gotten anything from Keith Patrick, which is rare. I was going to have to send the search party out for, after him because usually he sends me this stuff. Any kind of records were broken the other night? Um, you know, we'll have to go and, and add up our stats and see. right now. But. Yeah, um, there, there may very well have been because we had some guys that were really, really close. Um, you know, Layton's pushing the – the uh, the touchdowns, you know, career touchdowns. I don't think he's quite there. And then, you know, HUD's already surpassed most of the, 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 the passing records that were up there. But uh, definitely some exceptional performances that these guys have had this year. So you mentioned two of the guys. We've mentioned Chase. Those are the guys that get the spotlight a bunch. Landon has been there before. I teased him last week. He's been kind of the silent assassin. He was not silent the other night. But... Luke Cortez, I want you to talk about him because he's a guy who just has kind of emerged out of nowhere. Special teams guy, I believe, but he's also doing mm -hmm. things on offense now mm -hmm. too. Yeah, Luke's a, a kid that I'm just really proud of. You know, it faced some different adversity, uh, you know, over the last year or so. And really we're just waiting to, to get a waiver approved on him. Um, but he was at practice every day waiting to get that a waiver approved. He was helping get the defense prepared by giving them a look on the scout team. Uh, came to our film, came to our weights, you know, knowing that he wasn't going to get to play until that waiver got approved. And so really has just made the most of his time once the waiver did finally get through uh, and really shows that he's another guy that can, can go out and help us win in a lot of different areas. And him and Jaden Tackett together, you've got backs who – 
They're not trying to juke anybody. They're not trying to. They're going to take the ball and go north and south, and that adds a little bit of a wrinkle to you guys' offense. Sure, you know we definitely set the run up with the pass, you know, and so having some guys like them that really can, you know, punish people for giving us a light box that that really kind of completes the offense, you know, and that's kind of how it's designed. So you go into San Angelo Central. That's a game that on the field you guys have had a lot of success with the last several years what about them gets your attention to, to me the thing for you guys is that they have nothing they can come out with their hair on fire and do all kinds of stuff they're out of the playoff hunt they're nothing to lose what do you guys have to do to contest that well you know they're still a dangerous team you know like you said they have nothing to lose they're they're pretty explosive on offense uh, they run the ball really well They've been they've been scoring points all year long, and they've played in some close games. Uh, and then defensively, I think they've improved as the years gone, you know, gone by. Uh, and so we may be catching them at a time where they're really kind of getting some things figured out, you know, on defense. And so I think all that just kind of makes them dangerous. But we got to go in there and just be us and play our game, and uh, you know, play disciplined football, and uh, you know, come out come out of there with a win, you know, doing those things. And we're still not going to get into math, but if you guys go and get your third win in a row, you're going to be sitting pretty good playoff-wise in terms of getting into the playoffs. Right now, you guys would be the number two seed small school. Is that correct? Yes, sir. That's what it's looking like. Which means you may be getting to visit El Paso, but after the first two weeks, I would imagine you would drive to Mars to play a playoff game. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. You know, that's that's what you work for. Uh, obviously, it's always nice to have a home, you know, playoff game that first round. But uh, however we need to go out and, and get in the playoffs and get it done, we're fine with that too. And the Tigers found a lot of different ways last week, took care of business against Odessa High, now head to San Angelo looking to make it a three-peat the last three weeks of the season. This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com. That's been the Tiger Tracks podcast.